1027. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Powered by the human being. Good morning. Feel good Friday. Listen, if you are an essential employee, we are essential. I don't know why we're viewed essential, but we are. We are. Luckily, we're able to work from home. But yes, we are also working. But if you're out working, driving around, doing whatever, headed to the office, we got it. We're here for you on a Friday. We're celebrating you on a Feel Good Friday so you can get ready for the weekend. Um, text in your song request to 68719. We'll get to Hollywood Skinny in a few. What are you working yeah, on? Yeah, uh, what celebrity is donating $1,000 every single hour to coronavirus Ooh. efforts? We'll talk about that next. At first, I thought you were going to start with just $1,000. I'm like, okay, I mean, that's good. No, that's every hour. Uh-huh. $100 million Jeff Bezos. Uh, last night, make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram because I made the big reveal. Yesterday on the show, if you missed it, you can listen back on demand. But I have really, really been tossing and turning about if I should shave my head or not. Okay. Um, I'm balding. It's been an issue. And how long do you think friends and family have told me to years, shave my head? At least five years. At least five years. And it's mostly been, been friends. My, my family, like my parents, I don't, my mom hasn't been like, you well, need to shave your head. it's funny. We actually FaceTimed your mom yesterday. She says, no, don't. I love your hair. Keep your hair. So I think she might be a little sad uh, by you shaving your head if that's what you still have decided. You that's what I have decided. That? I have I decided you, uh, to shave my head. I posted a video last night revealing the announcement but I just want to make sure you're still feeling that way today. I do. I do. And here's why. There's a couple of reasons. First off, if I've always wanted to flirt with the idea of shaving my head. Like, it's always been in the back of my mind of mm-hmm. what I would look like. And normally, the thing that's held me back is, well, you know, we have events. or I, I don't want to go out in public and it look terrible. And I know I wear hats a lot of times, but I don't wear a hat to church. And there's certain other events that I don't wear hats to. So that's what's always held me back. And so I thought, okay... There's nothing holding me back right now. I mean, we are staying home. We're probably going to be home for the next few weeks. So really, if it goes terrible today, and I'm shaving my head at 3 p.m. today on our Facebook page, Joey and Lauren in the morning, if it goes terrible and it's the ugliest thing ever, I put a hat on and I hang out of the house for a few weeks anyway. I mean, you always wear hats anyway. So your thought is, we're stuck at home. It doesn't matter if I totally botch it and it doesn't look great because no one's really going to see it. Except, wait a minute, you're Facebook living it, so everyone's going to see it. Yeah, but again, I mean, at the end of the day, like people won't see me publicly for still a few weeks. Unless it doesn't grow back. Well, that's my second thought. So you were concerned about that it wouldn't grow back. There's all these wives' tales that if you shave your head, it doesn't grow back. We do have a good friend of ours that shaved his head, and he's like, it literally has never grown back the same way that it used to. I have looked it up. I've Googled it. Experts, doctors, dermatologists, right? Skin people, hair people, they're all saying the same thing. That's a rumor. It's not going to cause you to never have your hair grow back. Now, I have actually heard of people who have shaved their head, and it's grown back better. Like, it grew back nicer or thicker. Maybe that's what's going to happen. (laughs) Maybe I'm going to chia pet the whole darn thing. And I'm just going to come out looking like, you know, uh, Bob Ross or whatever. You know, is it bad that I kind of feel like nobody's asked me how I'm feeling emotionally? You know what? That's right. That's a good point. How are you feeling? I'm breaking up with this hair, too. How do you, honestly, how do you feel, totally unbiased, how do you feel about this decision? Be totally honest. I'm pretty nervous in the way that, how do I explain? Of course, I'm going to love you no matter what. Uh, but I do feel that it is going to be a pill to swallow in the fact of it's going to look so different to me that it'll take a minute. Not that I'm going to think you're ugly, bald or anything like that. But I think it may take my me like a minute to adjust. Does that that mean, let's say this. Is it okay? No, no, no. It's totally fine. I understand it. Like, 
you've never really done anything dramatic with your hair, but you know, you've never really bleached your hair. You've never cut it really short. But I would have the same feelings of like, I love you. I'm attracted to you. I'm always going to be attracted to you. But I've never been through this experience. You've never seen me totally bald. So you mm -hmm. don't know what it looks like. Now, my one defense is you normally see me with a hat on. Yeah. That's really not going to change true. besides the sideburns. I will say out. I do really like your hair. And I know people could laugh at that because, you know, a lot of people <laughs> tease you for your hair. But I actually like I mean, a lot of people. OK, a lot of people listening right now, they do not see you at church on Sundays. Right. Yeah. So at church, that's like the one time you ever not wear a hat. And you do, you style your hair a little bit, what what hair you have. And I do think you look very handsome. So it's going to be interesting to me to see you without any hair. But we're not going to church even. So, I mean, again, we're just staying inside. Yes. So I want you to be happy, whatever Here's you the want. deal. Uh, if you want to watch this, Facebook Live, Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're also going to put it on our Instagram Live as well at 3 p.m. today. Now, here's the cool thing that we're going to do is we are going to have a donate button to the Idaho Food Bank during the Facebook Live. Because, you know, I thought, okay, if we're going to get a bunch of people, hey, food banks are in, you know, uh, a tough spot right now because a lot of people have lost their jobs mm -hmm. or well, furloughed. People, people really need the food, the food. Yeah. yeah, so, let's, so let's do it. we're encouraging you to watch the Facebook Live of me shaving my head, and then while you're there, donate. A few bucks to the Idaho Food Bank, help them out. So Let's do it. Yeah, and right. you know what? I would be willing to venture out and say, Joey, whatever donations we get for the Idaho Food Bank, we will match it from our okay, own pocket. Sounds good. I will match it. Okay, perfect. It's ten thousand dollars. Yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, we'll match it. That's I a great idea. It. We will match the donations from for the Idaho Food Bank. Yes, yeah, not from the company, though we could call the boss and be like, hey, what up? Just kidding. All right, uh, Hollywood Skinny's up next. Yeah, there is a celebrity donating $1,000 every hour to a coronavirus charity, plus some really, really cool TV specials that are coming out and bringing the community together. All right, we'll get to it next. Joey and Lauren on My1027. My1027. It's Lauren's Hollywood Skinny, brought to you by Alante Life Med Spa. Visit AlanteLife.com. Joey, are you a fan of The Masked Singer? You know what? I really liked the first season. I thought it was just awesome. And for whatever reason... What was new? It was like a shock factor. Yeah. It was very interesting. I think it's great. Here's the only problem I have with that show is they kind of get B and C-list celebrities. So That's they're like, true. remember that one guy from the 1995 sitcom that ran for three months? I bet it's that guy. <laughs> And I'm it's like, true. Who? they don't have really big stars. I'm they have Gronk this year. And who, yeah, I'm had, a big sports fan, so I know who Gronk mm -hmm, they is. They had Antonio Brown, uh, the first season, yep. big star. Uh, what was T Pain? Was I mean, he's not that relevant. Yeah, anymore, I mean, they, but I just I think it'd be great if they got like. Tom Hanks. I mean, and again, you're going to have to convince Tom Hanks he would to put on a suit never. looking like a giraffe right? and sing on Fox, but whatever. <laughs> well, uh, The Masked Singer is now creating an after show. Now, this after show will be called The Masked Singer After the Mask, and it will be airing Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. following original episodes of The Masked Singer. Now, this is starting April 22nd. And After the Mask will be hosted by Nick Cannon still. And this will actually fill the slot that Lego Masters was in now that they're done with their first season. Uh, but what it is, is they're basically showing regular episodes, doing After the Mask, where Nick Cannon will be hosting virtually and having uh, celebrity guests on, talking about the episode. You know what this sounds like? Talk this sounds like yes. quarantine. We need content. It sounds that like... That sounds stupid. It sounds like they're dragging it out oh way my too gosh. dang long. But, uh, yeah, that's really dumb. I mean, if you are like the world's greatest Masked Singer fan, this is uh, no, the best I news I know to a you. lot of people that like it. I just, again, I struggle with that. Also, don't you think these judges, some of them figure out who it is about halfway through? Yeah, but they have to keep it, keep the theatrics yeah. going, probably. 
probably are. So I'm, sure. I'm sitting there in a judge, and I'm like, I don't know. I've said for nine weeks that it's Ellen DeGeneres, mm-hmm. but I guess I'll throw someone else out there because we got a show to fill. Yeah, they say there's going to be major celebrity guests. Yeah, I don't Also care. appearing remotely from their homes, as well as stunts, games, and oh. impromptu musical performances. Stunts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't be the one that holds the values of good TV because I love 90 Day Fiance and all that junk, but no thanks. That yeah. sounds really uh, speaking lame. Speaking of good TV, there's a lot of stuff going on. So Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and Stephen Colbert, by the way, they're all competitors yeah. with their TV shows. They're all hosting a major television event to help end COVID-19. And this will actually air across NBC, ABC, and CBS, as well as a number of uh, international networks. Now, what they're doing, it's called One World Together at Home. Now, they're going to feature a bunch of like A-list celebrities. And this is April 18th, Saturday, okay. April 18th, between 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Now, they have so many different celebrities and appearances, including Lady Gaga, Alanis Morissette, Billie Eilish, Billy Joe Armstrong, Chris Martin, David Beckham, Elton John. I mean, it just goes on and on. Yeah. There are so many people that are contributing to this. Well, this that's is really cool, cool for them getting together, right? I mean, they have yeah. they all compete against each other, right? I mean, Colbert, Fallon, and Kimmel, they all want to beat each other in the ratings when mm-hmm. it comes to those Tonight Show. But good so, for them. No for love for uh, James Corden? We can't get James Corden on that train? I don't see. No, I see Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and Stephen Colbert. Okay, it's only for the big three, not the late, late guys, right? Also, opera singer, is it Andrea Bocelli? Andrea Bocelli, yes. Andrea Bocelli, you know who I'm talking about. Yes. He is actually set to perform this Sunday, live on Easter, from an empty Italian cathedral. He sings those songs. He sings the... Lead us to a place. Guide Guide us us with with thy grace. Take us to a place (laughs) we're safe. Are you sure that's not Josh Gordon? Josh Josh Gordon, the NFL player? No, No, Josh Josh Groban. No, Andrea Bocelli. Fedocini, lasagna, oh ravioli. Now this is going to stream on Bocelli. Cannoli. <laughs> Bocelli has a YouTube channel, and this will be Sunday at 7 p.m. I can't Bank CD, <laughs> lasagna. Okay, and wrapping up, Cardi B and Fashion Nova are both donating $1,000 every single hour. Cardi for B? 42 days straight. You, you cannot bring up a okay. Cardi B. Yeah, thank you. Yep, every hour for 42 days oh, for, for a coronavirus charity. So that, you know what? Let me do the math. There's 24 hours in a day. Okay, Lauren's doing so math. Everyone hold on to your butts. This is going to get interesting. days. That's 1,008 hours times $1,000 uh-huh. each. Uh-huh. That is $1,008,000. Whoa! Okay, that's a lot. Wow. That's a lot. Okay. okay. And that is your Hollywood skinny. All right, let's get to radiotherapy. Gavin and Meridian wants to join us. He is quarantined with his wife. Makes sense. But he's starting to realize some things that he's a little worried about. And it's coming up next. My 1027. Got issues. Let's talk about it. It's time for Radiotherapy with Joey and Lauren. All right. Gavin in Meridian is today's guest on Radiotherapy. And all Gavin sent in his message was, my wife is grossing me out with quarantine. So we said, naturally, we want you on the show. So good morning, Gavin. Hey, good morning, guys. Hello. Okay. Yeah, so your I'm wife... I'm so curious. All you did is, my wife is really grossing me out. I want to tell you guys about it. So we said, absolutely. So uh, how is your wife grossing you out? Oh, man. So we've been married for 10 years now, and we've always been running on different schedules. I usually leave the house before she does. But with this quarantine, I've been noticing, you know, some odd behavior. Um, 
so every morning she wakes up and uh, she makes coffee, I guess, before going to work. So she's been doing that like usual. Uh-huh. And then I've noticed she brings her coffee into the toilet with her, like sits on the toilet and drinks her coffee <laughs> while she's going to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you never noticed this before because you said your schedules are opposite. Now you're working from home, so you're seeing her true colors. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I am I'm lost for words. I don't, I don't even. Okay. Now is she disgusting. doing this? Is she doing this every day, or was it just like a couple of times? Every single day. Okay. So <laughs> every single day. So before you know, when life was just normal, and you were going to work early in the morning, and she was going to work later, you had no idea that your wife is a sit on the toilet coffee drinker. Now the quarantine has happened. You're learning that habit. Uh, do you really? I'm just saying. You said you've been married for ten years. It sounds like you've had a happy marriage. Yes, everything's gone well. Yeah, Kay. everything's going well. Listen, first of all, I don't think it's that gross, but here's the bottom line. Ten years, everything's going well, you can live with it. Don't bring this up. Especially because here's the problem, Gavin. Let's say you say, hey, that's gross that you drink coffee in the bathroom. Well, guess what? All of a sudden, she responds back. You guys get in a fight. Where are you going to go, Gavin? You can't go crash on your buddy's oh couch. You, you're, you're stuck together. Like, keep the peace, man. <laughs> that is Husband true. rule number well, 101. Like, keep the peace. Gavin, are you wondering if you should say something to her? Like, what's your, what's your plan here with joining us on the show? Are you wanting to try and figure out if it's cool to say something or not? Kind of, yeah. I'm just, like, a little perplexed. Like, right. I just, I've never heard anything like it. And I don't want to, you know, ask friends. I don't want to embarrass her. <laughs> I'm just imagining she's holding, like, an open coffee mug just sitting on the toilet. I don't know why it would feel different to me if it was, like, a closed mug, like, thermos. Yeah, that it's, feels it's different. just an open mug, right? Right. Yep, open mug and everything. <laughs> okay, Joey, we've been married eight years. I would absolutely say something to you. I would say, Joey, that's gross. Don't drink that on the toilet. This is part, and I would say it's part of my habit. Listen, we've had a happy marriage for a decade, Gavin, a decade, and you want to upset the apple cart because you think it's a little gross. By the way, it's not that gross. I don't understand. Defend it then. <laughs> All right. I need to drink my coffee, I need to go to the bathroom. I can kill two birds with one stone. All of a sudden, if I leave my coffee out and I'm on the toilet, by the time I get back, my oh, coffee may be cold. Okay. I Make it after enjoy, you go to the bathroom. I want to bring stuff in and take stuff out all in one sitting, right? I want to ingest disgusting. and digest and outgest, if that's a word. <laughs> so, Gavin, I don't think it's that gross. I mean, Lauren gets mad at me when I have like a Diet Coke in bed because sometimes I'll have one on the nightstand, like right before we go to bed. Because you go to sleep with that like on your teeth, like brush your teeth. I don't know. I do find this gross. And I'm on your side because I've seen it where someone, yeah, I would, but somebody would be like Joey, for instance, (laughs) Joey will be eating something. He's still chewing or has like granola bar or whatever still in his hand. And then he goes into the bathroom with it and he's still like chewing and swallowing while he's sitting on the toilet. That weirds me out. I'll bring my dinner plate on the toilet if I have to. (laughs) I would say something, Gavin, but you don't have to like attack her for it. Like you could just be like, um, I didn't know that you drink coffee on the toilet. That's interesting. And then maybe you guys will have a good laugh over it. I don't think you come at her like that's disgusting you know i think it's just more of a funny like obviously we're laughing i think it's hilarious yeah i mean it is kind of funny when i think about it but it also kind of grosses me out so maybe i will okay bust her chops about it a little the end of the day you still love her just role play really quick i'll be your wife (laughs) all right let me be your wife (laughs) wow hey gavin (laughs) just drinking my coffee good morning Good hey, morning. Honey. How are you? Right, you look you, so what handsome. Are you, what are you going to say, Gavin? <laughs> 
Uh, what's the deal? Why are you bringing coffee into the bathroom with you? That's disgusting. I thought you loved me, Gavin. <laughs> I thought you loved me. <laughs> I want to be quarantined with somebody else. No, I'm just kidding. it's going to no, go way better than that. Listen, you know your wife better than I do, obviously, and better than we do. Uh, I would say 10 years, happy marriage, and your quarantine... One-on-one, just keep rolling like you're rolling. Maybe wait till, you know, you could go outside and take a See, drive I think or something. being married 10 years, it's totally fine and cool to bring it up because right. it's not a big deal. So first, this is a two-parter for everyone yeah. listening. First is, do you think this is gross, drinking your coffee on the toilet? <laughs> I do not. And second of all, if your spouse did this, would you bring it up to them? Or you know what? Everyone's got their weird quirks. Let them do their thing. 68719 on the Idaho BMI text line. You can also give us a call as well. 208-468-1027. All right, Gavin, we'll help you out. Thanks, guys. Boise listens to Joey and Lauren on My1027. My1027. Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, so we're trying to help out Gavin on radiotherapy. He joined us. He is working from home with his wife. They're both staying together now all day, and he's noticing little habits that she has that yeah. he's never noticed. Well, because before they were on such opposite schedules, he'd already have left the house when she was yeah. waking up in the morning. He says every morning since they've been home with the stay-at-home order, she has been drinking her coffee in the bathroom like while she's going to the bathroom. And he's like, you guys... I mean, he was laughing about it, but he's like, I've never known this about my wife. Do I say something to her? This is so weird to me. So where are the people weighing in here, Lauren? That's you know, the big question. I want to say it's pretty split. Um, I'm gathering all these tech. A lot of them are saying, no, 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 no. Never take food into the bathroom. That is gross. But others are saying it is different that it's something to drink than something to eat. They said it would be different if she was eating like a full on meal on the toilet. Yeah. Uh, 68719. You can text us. This text says it's a cup of coffee in the morning in the bathroom. Bathroom. Three things you got to have every morning. You got to go to the bathroom. You got to drink some coffee in the morning. So basically saying, listen, it's not pasta. It's not like spaghetti at dinner. Be like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I, I'm totally cool with it. Also, open mug or closed thermos. Some people have said if it's a closed thermos, that's a different thing. But a wide <laughs> like open a, mug, that's Straight weird. up mug with a handle. Uh, this texture says that's gross. I would absolutely say something to my spouse if they were eating or drinking in the bathroom. Not to attack them, but more to just bring it up and laugh about it. I'm all about the scenario. You've been married 10 years, things are going well, and you're stuck at home together. Let's say you address it. It's this big blow up. Okay. How are you going to solve that issue if See, you're both in the I house? I actually think the opposite. I think because you've been married 10 years, you should be comfortable enough with each other to say something no. and laugh about it. Anti-confrontation. <laughs> My 1027. It's time for the good stuff. So this is really cool. Tyler Perry. You know him from all the Medea movies and the Tyler Perry movie empire. Well, this is pretty cool. Uh, this is actually one of those stories where a celebrity does good and then basically it comes out that he was the one or she was the one doing good because it was originally anonymous until a reporter did some digging to find it out. So Tyler Perry, who lives in Atlanta, he paid for all groceries during seniors hour at 44 Atlanta area Kroger stores. Oh, wow. So you think 44. So all groceries yep. for the senior hours for all of those grocery yeah, stores. Yeah, 44 stores, wow. all the senior hours, all the customers. And he did this secretly. He just called himself the Atlanta Angel. But a reporter in Atlanta actually tried to figure this out because there were these stories coming out like someone's paying for all the groceries at all the Atlanta area How grocery stores. How does he stores. do that? Does he just like say, uh, yeah, I was wondering that. this is my tab, like put it on my tab I don't and I'll know wrap how that it works up after? Either. 
Like, yeah, I would. I he, imagine he's not going to be able to know what they're buying, how much they're spending. I thought the same thing. Here's what's crazy too: the reporter also found out he had already done this earlier in his hometown uh, in Louisiana for their 16 grocery stores. Oh, that is so cool. And what's cool is this guy uh, tweeted out pictures of these seniors' faces holding their receipts and realizing it was all paid for. At this time, they don't even know. They just know it's a stranger. They've got tears in their eyes. Almost every single one of these seniors has a mask on. And you just realize Mm -hmm. the reality of what you can do, especially, obviously, with your Tyler Perry. You've got plenty of money to spend, and it's just really, really cool. That is awesome. This story is, and follow me on this, because I was uh, brought to tears when I read this yesterday. So a man on Twitter whose name is Chris Jones, and he actually writes for a magazine. He was telling a story on Twitter about when he was 17 years old in high school and how he was ruthlessly bullied and how one random person stepped up to defend him. He told the story when he was 17 years old. He walked Mm -hmm. into chemistry class or whatever it was, and he had had a cold that day, and there was some snot and a booger on his shirt. Okay, now stay with me. He says, a kid started bullying me. Everyone was laughing at me. And he told this story of a random person named Pete Simon came up and said, you guys, that's banana. Didn't you have a banana for lunch? He goes, oh, yeah, I had a banana for lunch. Long story short, this tweets go viral. People just saying, look at this kid stepping up. Well, this woman years later responds and says, what high school? My husband is named Pete Simon, and this sounds like something he would do. The man responds and says, Crestwood in Petersboro would have been 1990, 1991. She goes, yep, that was my husband. I just showed him these tweets. Wow. And he, like, it's just amazing. And the guy goes on and basically says, this kid changed his the life. The smallest yeah. little thing, like, really helped him out through his life. And the tiniest thing, right? That's yeah. not even something huge. And years later, 30 years later, 30 years Dang. later, he just puts it out on social media. And someone connects the dots and goes, that's my husband that did that. Isn't 17 that years old. crazy, like, how social media does that? You see stuff yeah. like this all the time. People being reunited with long-lost family or different experiences or people find, you know, an old photo they lost, you know, 30, 40, yeah. 50 years ago just by social media. That is way cool. Just incredible. And not to mention with the good stuff. Uh, so many people around the Treasure Valley making masks. We just had a, a friend of ours, a co-worker, and, and his wife, she's making masks all across the Treasure Valley for people in need. And there's so many, I mean, I, I think until this thing ends, this pandemic ends, we have to always, you know, mention the good stuff of thank you to people that are working on the front lines, that are working at the grocery stores, that are driving truck, that are working, you know, uh, I was talking to my friend of mine that works at the post office, all the work they're doing, delivery drivers, all of it. So thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. you. And to all the people that are stepping up and donating supplies, making masks. Donating, oh, yeah, it's you know, just you awesome. Got so many, and companies now that are changing what they manufacture to yep. make uh, ventilators instead yep. or to make hand sanitizer instead. So many different things that people are coming together. It is honestly, it's really cool. It gives me goosebumps. Yep. It is awesome. Let's see the good people, and that is your good stuff. My 1027. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Powered by the human being. Good morning. We're going to get you $500 cash at uh, 720 this morning. We give away $500 every weekday to local listeners. Just a little pick-me-up for you. We know the times are tough right now. Uh, also, makeup or breakup on its way as well. Okay, so you've got to tell me about this uh, yeast story. That- yeah, well, I ended up almost getting into our neighbor's dumpster. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> Not to mention social distancing. I got a story about yeast. (laughs) Ends with me and my neighbor's dumpster. How was your Thursday? It'll all make sense. And it has to do with breastfeeding. So this is all really weird. All right. Sign me up. So I have a good friend who just had a baby this week. And uh, I've been texting her. Two good friends, by the way. Yeah, I actually have three friends that all had a baby this week. Anyway, 
she was talking to me about breastfeeding. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make you lactation cookies. Now, I don't know if you've heard of lactation cookies. but they sound magical. You can find a recipe online. And one of the major ingredients in lactation cookies, which are supposed to help produce your milk a little bit better, supposedly, um, it has brewer's yeast in these cookies, okay? Okay, like and to make beer with. Yes. So there's a difference between like regular bread yeast and then brewer's yeast. Now these cookies involve brewer's yeast. Now I have every ingredient for these cookies except for the brewer's yeast because I don't make beer at home. So I put on Facebook, just threw it out there, said, hey, does anybody have any brewer's yeast? Did you do this to a group or did you literally just put on Facebook, hey, random people show up to my house with all the yeast? There's a Facebook group that I'm uh, involved with, just some girls that we go to church with. So I just threw it out there. People in our neighborhood just, hey, does anyone have any brewer's yeast? So I don't have to go to the store. I only needed like two tablespoons. So I uh, typed it out there and uh, one of my friends wrote back and she's like, yeah, 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 I have a can. And I said, great, can I borrow a couple tablespoons? Well, in the time period of when I had asked her that, I had gone to take a shower. So I wasn't near my Facebook checking to see what she said. Uh When I got out of the shower, she wrote back and said, yeah, I put it at your door, at your front door. And I was like, oh, perfect. So I got out of the shower, you know, dried off, got dressed, went downstairs. It was probably 15 minutes had gone by since she posted that. And I opened the door and there's nothing on our doorstep. Uh And I'm like, Someone didn't come steal brewer's yeast yeah. off our doorstep, right? You, know, you got porch pirates stealing Amazon packages. Somebody's out there like, I can't wait to make my yeah. own beer, but I steal <laughs> ingredients from people's porches. So I'm looking around. I'm like, well, maybe she put it in the wreath. No, it's not there. It's not there. So then I write her back. I said, hey, did you get the right house? Because it's not here. Turns out her GPS, she hadn't she hasn't been to our new house, took her to a house two doors down. Gotcha. She goes, yeah, I put it at this house and I'm not going to say the numbers, but I put it at one, two, three, four instead of one, two, three, six, you know? Yeah. And I just thought, oh, that is not our house. So she goes, well, it's not that far. <laughs> so I have to go to okay, somebody's house. Okay, so you're house. just going to go pick it up. <laughs> she says, I hung it on the door handle. Oh, god! In a little bag. Because now I will tell you my concern is I look weird going to someone's door. Uh, and yeah. Even though yeah. they may not know what it is. Like if And most yes. people have cameras on the front door. Yes. If I saw that, I'd be like, what did they just take? I'm not expecting anything, but what did they just grab? So that's where I'm stressing out. I'm kind of sweating at this point because I'm like, <laughs> and now it looks like that's I'm awesome. stealing something off of their porch and I don't know this neighbor. So yeah. it's not like it's a neighbor I know really well and they'd be fine with it. So I'm like, okay. So I get the courage up. I'm like, I have to, either way, even if I, you know, I, I have to tell them that it's there. Yeah, you've so, got it because eventually they're going to be like, what the heck is on my doorknob? Yeah, so it's like four houses down. So I walk down there. Again, I don't know these neighbors and I get to the door. There's nothing hanging on the knob, but I'm like, well, maybe. So I knock on the door, but then of course, social distancing and all this stuff, uh, I knock and then I walk way back and I step, I'm like 10 feet, 15 feet from the door. Gotcha, doing your I'm thing. I'm waiting. And they, and they have a, a, a camera too. So I'm like, they're probably so they're looking at me. Like, what what is heck? going on? So he opens the door and it's like this crack. He like sticks his head out. He's like, yes. And I'm He's just probably like, just trying to watch Hi. Tiger King. He looks like stressed, which I don't blame him, right? You don't want to be around strangers yeah. right now. So he opens the door barely. I tell him what's going on. I said, you know, my friend was bringing me something to bake with. She actually hung it on your doorknob. And he goes, uh, yeah, that's in the dumpster. And I was like, <laughs> oh, uh, okay. He's like, I'll go get it for you. And I was like, oh, um, could you? And he's like, I mean, it's it's in the dumpster. You're going to bake Like he with was it? trying to tell you, 
I threw it away. Sorry, you're out of luck. Yeah, he said, I thought someone hung a bag of sand on my doorknob. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Well, think how creeped out. How creeped out would you be if we yes. just looked at our doorknob? It's not a flyer, mm-hmm. right? It's not anything like that. It's a bag some of yeast. Some substance. We would probably think it's some drug yeah. or something. So I don't blame him for throwing it away. I ended up not taking it back from him, mostly because I felt like he was judging me. For wanting to take yeah, it out of the like dumpster. You want me to go into my so, dumpster uh, to give you your brewer's long yeast? Long story short, I am not making lactation cookies right now. And, so if um, your friend doesn't get breast milk, it's all your fault. Because <laughs> you wouldn't get the dumpster brewer's yeast. No, she'll be okay. But I just thought, uh, okay, well, thanks. Uh, and my friend, she didn't realize she put it on the wrong door handle. No. But it was a whole weird mix-up. I will say this. I was on a scavenger hunt trying to find yeast in a garbage. You know me, I am so anti-confrontation. I would have just left it. I would have been like, well, no, I'm not even going to go try to get it. I do not. Because I keep <laughs> thinking in my mind, how awkward is it for you to grab something, even though it's yours and it was meant for you? They don't know that. So they're like, so someone came and put something weird on my door. And then another person came and took it from my door. Yeah. Like that would weird me out. Super weird. So I, at least I think I ironed it out. I told him by the end of it, I said, no weird, weirdo yeah, just, was hanging something on your door. I promise it was a just mistake. Some brewer's yeast. Um, I'm pretty sure he will uh, not talk yeah. to me again after that. <laughs> All right, let's get you $500 cash. Your $500 a day giveaway keyword. We'll hit it up next on Joey and Lauren, My 1027. My 1027. Uh, did you lose my number or? It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Brought to you by Simmons Fine Jewelry on My 1027. All right, so because of how crazy life is right now, we have all different sorts of people on make up or break up. And we have invited you, if currently you have kind of an issue that you're dealing with, together with Makeup or Breakup that we want to have you on the show as well. Uh, plus, if you're doing virtual dates, you can chime in with uh, us and we'll get you on the show. If you're trying dates, you know, six feet apart or whatever, let us know. Uh, we'll get you on the show. So <laughs> right. we have Samantha and Logan with us today. They are currently together. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Morning. Okay, we're doing wonderful. So um, we've got you both on the line because you reached out to us about an issue that you guys are having as a couple. So uh, let's have ladies first. Samantha, why don't you explain what's going on? Okay, so so we live together. Um, we've been dating for like four years now, and everything's been fine in quarantine. Honestly, we haven't really had too many problems, except um, I'm, I'm in a book club with like four girlfriends. There's five of us total, and we've been wanting to do like a weekly meetup now, not just like a monthly book club, but like a weekly happy hour so that we'll have like time in the evening to chill together like have mimosas over like the virtual like zoom meeting type Uh thing yeah and it just sounds really chill to like talk to the girls and be able to vent about whatever we need to and that's all fine and well but logan um thinks he needs to be a part of it for some reason even though it's like a, a girl's thing and I'm not sure why he can't just do his own thing for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Logan, why don't you explain your side? It's simple. I just I just thought I could be included in the happy hour. That's all. I mean, it's not that I have to. I kind of want to. I mean, she takes part in everything I'm doing around here. You know, she she I mean, <laughs> watches what I watch and stuff like that. It's not that I say get out. I want my own time. But I just figured we could. The happy hour together. That's all. It's, it's not about get out. Like we're stuck in here together. Of course, we're watching the same things. We have one TV. Like we can't really get away from that. But like none of the other girls are inviting like their boyfriends, husbands, nothing. Like they're they're wanting solid 
female time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So Logan, you want like a chill kind of hangout, happy hour with Samantha and her friends. You're thinking that this could be like a fun moment where you both can let loose a little bit. But Logan, you guys are together like all the time. So don't you think maybe you want to take the opportunity that she's doing that to go do your own thing? I mean, I guess. I just thought it'd be fun to do it together. That's all. And listen, I understand kind of this FOMO, this fear of missing out. And Logan, you sound like a guy that likes to have some mimosas with the girls. (laughs) So here's what we're going to do. Team Logan, Team Samantha. Samantha wants to once a week get together with her girlfriends virtually. And Logan is saying, I'm stuck at the house too. And I I want to be a part of it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I like drinking. I like talking to people. So what we'll do, we'll play a song. We'll come back. In the meantime, text us 68719 on the Idaho BMI text line. Whose team are you on here with Makeup or Breakup? Joe and Lauren on My1027. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Brought to you by Simmons Fine Jewelry on My1027. All right, so we're back here. We actually have Samantha and Logan with us. They have been together for four years now, and there's a little bit of quarrel in the household. So we invited them to join us on Makeup or Breakup. We know the times are weird right now. So if you are currently in a relationship, you're trying to hash something out, we can have you on the show and we can figure this out. So Samantha is currently doing these uh, mimosa meetups with her friends in this book club in this virtual happy hour, which, by the way, it seems like everyone's doing these happy hours. Logan wants to be included in it, though. Yeah, exactly. So if you guys don't mind, we'll read some texts. Are you both ready for the honest feedback of our listeners? Absolutely. Logan? Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) Well, I don't know, Logan, because a lot of these texts are rolling in 68719 on the Idaho BMI text line. A lot of people are actually saying, dude, give Samantha some space. Y'all are already on top of each other all the time. (laughs) That's what it is. That's fine. I'll do shots with my buddies. (laughs) Okay, well, that's why I was going to bring up a couple more texts. Again, 68719, you can let us know. Logan, this is going to help you out. This question says, does Logan have a bunch of guy buddies that'd be willing to do this? And that was my follow-up. Logan, do you have... I know guys sometimes aren't necessarily... I can't see a bunch of dudes being like, yo, let's all uh, drink on our computers together. But do you have guys that you could organize some sort of a... I don't know. Like I, a maybe it's yeah, shots with your buddies. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, the problem is, I mean, most of them probably don't want to do anything like this while their kids are around or... <laughs> yeah. Well, I will like say... So it'd be late at night, so it's going to be like, right. like a late night thing. Yeah. This text says, gosh, is it so bad that Logan just wants to spend extra time with Samantha? Why is Samantha not letting that happen? So, Samantha, some people think... Oh, my think, God, it's been weak. <laughs> <laughs> some people think it's just like, hey, you need to give a little. I mean, we're, we're stuck in quarantine together. It's already a forced situation. It's not like we're not each other. <laughs> yeah, like, true. do I understand this idea of like, hey, we're both in this together. Can I just join in? But also, here's the thing, Logan. If you bite the bullet now, okay, let's just talk man to man here. If you bite the bullet now and say, you know what, fine, you do gr- your girl's night. I don't know if you like golfing or bowling, but when life goes back to normal, you can have some guys' nights stocked up in your back oh, pocket. Okay. <laughs> now, Samantha, are you willing to agree with that if oh, he gives you your space? Table. That's fine, that's on, honestly. That's on the table, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, you know, this might be a good compromise. Somebody's writing in, 68719, they said, how about every now and again, you guys do a couple's happy hour? So maybe, you know, every other time you guys actually get together with all your friends, couples included, and then do some sort of a virtual happy hour with them that way. 
I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that, too. I still want to stock up those guy nights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I've now given Logan this idea of, listen, how about we make a compromise? I'm willing to do something. You guys want to do a Zoom meetup with us? We can do a little double date. Joey and oh, Lauren with oh, Samantha and Logan. There you go. Yeah. Hey, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're the common denominator. All right, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Joey and Lauren on My1027. My1027. It's the only rule we follow around here. It's time for the five second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, five second rule time. We have Brandon in Meridian with us. Good morning, Brandon. Morning. All right, you ready to do a little five-second roll? Uh, by the way, I believe unofficially I am, I am undefeated. <laughs> but I, I feel some confidence from you, Brandon. I really do. All right, good. All right, okay. So five seconds to name three things. All right. Lauren, uh, let's, first? let's start with Brandon. Are you okay, okay with being the first up? Brandon, you know how to play? Sure. You just have uh, five uh, seconds to name three things in one category. Sound good? Okay, sounds good. All right, Brandon, name three Ice cream toppings. Chocolate, caramel, and... Uh, 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 oh, is that chocolate right. chip? Yeah. Okay, I, I, well, think, I think he it got was it close. It was yeah. close. Yeah. All right, I'm we'll going to give it to you. All right, we'll Brandon. It it's Feel Good Friday. Okay. <laughs> right, no, you're no, good, Brandon. You've got one uh, point. Joey is next. All right. Now, since you're so dang cocky, okay. I decided to get you some pretty hard ones. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm not worried. All right, Joey. Name three romance authors. Oh, uh, Jane Austen, Nicholas Sparks, and um, who does Fifty Shades of Grey? Uh, <laughs> ah, what's her name? Oh, man. That's not bad, though. Fine. You want to give me? You, you actually did way better than I thought. Yeah, Jane Austen, Nicholas Sparks right off the gate, baby. I didn't think you would get any. All right, Lauren, here we go. Okay, all right. Yeah, Brandon, that's impressive. All right, Lauren. Okay. Five seconds to name three. Brands of deodorant. Oh, um, Secret, Dove, and uh, Old Spice. Ah, yeah, there you Did go. I get it? Yeah, Old Spice. <laughs> All right, I like it. Back to Brandon. Okay, Brandon. Name three right. movies with sequels. Oh, I can't do that. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, you can't. Don't give up. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. I can't do that. I, I would have gone Star Wars one, Star Wars two, Star Wars three, oh, Star Wars like four. Harry Potter. Scoreboard update. Lauren has one point. Brandon has one point. I have zero points. All right, back okay. to me. Okay. All right, Joey. Name three fish. Uh, goldfish, uh, uh, trout, uh, uh, bass, and ah! salmon. And there we go. Okay, got that How done. Do you, All right. I keep thinking I'm gonna get you on stuff. I don't even like no? fish. All right, Lauren. Kay. Here we go. Uh, name three types of wild cats. What? A tiger, a lion, and bobcat. bobcat. Uh, there you go. Is bobcat wild? Yeah, yes, bobcat wild. All right. Thank you, Tiger King. All right, so scoreboard update. Brandon, uh, you have one point. I have one point. Lauren has two. Here we go, Brandon. If you get this, you tie with Lauren. Okay, Brandon, I'm really hoping, okay. I'm really hoping you have babies or have been around babies. Name okay. three brands of diapers. Uh, Huggies. Um... Oh man! Yeah! <laughs> Are you a Huggies guy? Is that is that what you hey, use we, for we your like kids? Yeah. Huggies, we like Huggies. Huggies, in our house. Pampers, yeah, Loves. Yeah, yes. Pampers. Yeah. Dang it! All right. Okay. That's right. That's so right. here Still we go. Doing than Joey. If All I right. get this, I I tie with you. Yeah, that's true. All right, here we go. Okay, Joey, name three 
road signs. Uh, yield, uh, stop, and uh, uh, no exit. No, merge, no, merge, no, merge, no, merge, no. merge, merge, merge. Five seconds. Merge. Five seconds. You're done. This is such a smear <laughs> campaign. It's such a smear campaign. All right. Lauren. I have one, right? Yeah, let's see if you can okay. get three for three. Name three tools. Oh, hammer, wrench, socket. No, hammer, wrench, socket. Oh, yeah, we'll give it to you. All right. Did I get it in time? Yeah, you did. Three with three. Lauren <laughs> yeah. is the champion. So wow. I get dethroned. Job, oh, Brandon, good job. Brandon, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe. All right, my friend? All right. You too, thanks. You bet. Joey and Lauren, we have a chance for $500 coming up at 820 with us on My1027. My1027. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Powered by the human being. Going to get you $500 coming up at 820 with our $500 a day giveaway. I am an idiot. <laughs> uh, moments ago, I gave the Joey life hack. Can and you give us a listen, new life hack? Well, no, here's the deal. Can you redeem yourself here? Uh, yeah, no, I will. Here's the deal. Like, let's be honest about it. I get these from a website that gives out life hacks. But sometimes I Google life hacks and people <laughs> put fake ones out there and I just read them off the internet like and it's you're true. you're so gullible. So what I just said was, if you save a pen, for every day for a year, you'll have $667 by the end of it. That makes no sense. So don't listen to me. But listen to this. If you're trying to fix a bad sleep cycle, stop thinking about what time you need to go to sleep. Instead, think about when you want to wake up. Every day, no naps, no set bedtime. Just get out of bed at a fixed time and it'll end up breaking your mm. bad sleep cycle. Okay, I, can I don't get know behind if that's that true. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, if you missed the big news of the day... I am going to be shaving my head at 3 p.m. on Facebook Live, yeah. Joey and Lauren in the morning, and on Insta, Instagram as well, I on really, Instagram Live. I'm going to be shaving your head. Yeah, right? he will I be mean, doing the honors. We haven't talked honors. about logistics, but I imagine you're going to have mean buzz, yeah? Uh, yeah. Now, this is because I have been going for years, for years back and forth about should I shave my head just to try it out. I'm not saying, by the way, that I'm going to have a bald head for the rest of my life. I may shave it, and I may say, no. Nah, even just a little hair that I had, that's better than what I look like bald. You're testing I'm it testing out. I'm testing out, yeah. Sure. And no better time than at a stay-at-home order when I'm not responsible for being out in public and seeing people, right? So, <laughs> that's true. Um, but we've made it uh, a little bit more fun and helping out our community. During the Facebook Live at 3 p.m. today, you can donate to the Idaho Food Bank. And then, unbeknownst right. to me... Lauren, just uh, earlier on in the show, was like, oh, by the way, we're going to match it out of our own pockets. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't warn you before no, I said that. No, that's fine. But, uh, It'll I go think, out of your budget, on my budget. Yeah, <laughs> we, we could do that. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get something going here for the Idaho Food Bank. I'm excited for that. And, of course, we all get to watch Joey get his uh, head shaved. Yes. Uh, parents say this is the most difficult age to control your children. Yes, yeah, so I actually found this information um, last night. This is interesting. What age, now I haven't shared this with you, Joey. No, what, I just know that that's the question. Yeah, what age uh, would you think is the most difficult to control when you're so, talking about raising kids? This is what's tough because I feel like there's different stages of hard to control and kind of tough parenting. And I would say the toughest stretch that I was on my parents was when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. When I was 14 through 16, I put my parents through H-E double hockey sticks. I really did. Okay. So I'm going to guess 15. Okay. I feel like it'll probably be younger than that, but I'm just thinking yeah. like that seems like a tough way to control. So I'm going to say 15. I, I would agree with that. Uh, you're not correct. Uh, but I would say until I actually read this, I initially would have thought 
uh, like the toddler stage, like the two, three terrible years old, twos yeah. that people talk about uh, where you got the major tantrums. Um, it actually is age eight, which surprised oh. me. I feel like once you're eight, you're becoming more responsible, more accountable for your actions. I would think maybe five or six before mm-hmm. I would think eight, to be honest. So this says, forget the terrible twos and prepare for the hateful eights. Oh, gosh. It says parents have named age eight as the most difficult age to parent. And again, this is according to a survey, right? A lot of people are saying ages six to eight. Those are when the most brutal meltdowns are happening. That's when kiddos are throwing the biggest fits. But they say once you hit age eight, that's when kids are the worst at being controlled. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I would think it's because I don't see eight year olds on the floor of a target rolling around and pounding their fists. I see a five year old doing that. I'm thinking maybe it's more of that's when they're developing a major attitude or something, talking back, maybe being influenced by friends or something. So I would love to get parents in on this because I have a six month old. We have a six month old. I have no idea what this is like. So text us on the Idaho BMI text line 68719. Do you agree with this? And what age would you say is the most difficult to control as a parent? Yeah, you can also give us a call as well. Give us a shout. Uh, We do have the phone studio line hooked up in our home studio now. So 208-468-1027. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Are you ready for that moment that your sweet little boy goes, I hate you, mom. No, 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 no. I hate you, mom. I wish I had a different mom. I like I. It's you know sad what? because I know it's going to happen. Yeah, I think all kids, point. all kids will throw some sort of a fit where no, they say they hate mom you know, or dad or something like that. I had like, like a goody two shoes brother that's two years older than me. I swear to you, I don't think he probably ever said that. He's maybe, like an angel. Maybe not all kids say that, but I know all kids will go through a point where they are it. sassy to yeah. mom or dad. Now, yesterday I was feeding our baby again. Is six months old. I was giving him some baby food as he was sitting in his little chair. And he was yelling at me to give him more. He was like, and I just thought, excuse, little attitude already on that kid. (laughs) He wants his little uh, pureed banana and blueberry Gerber baby, whatever that stuff is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let us know. What is the most difficult age of your kiddos uh, where it's just been hard to control them? You can text us, 68719. Another shot at $500 cash. All you need to do is text in this keyword, and it's coming up next on My127. It's Joey and Lauren's Trending Stories. This is interesting. The Ada County Sheriff's Office on Facebook was posting about the most common complaint they've been getting right now during the pandemic. Uh And it says, we'd like to gently ask people to weigh whether any behavior they see is actually creating an immediate or significant danger. Meaning a lot of people have been calling in complaining about social distancing. Oh, like, hey, those kids aren't six feet apart. Right. People are in, you know, gatherings and things like that. They said, if not, then it probably isn't worth worrying about too much or deserving of a call to law enforcement. So they're just reminding everyone, Yeah, think about it before you call 911. You know, that's interesting because I totally understand this idea of, hey, we, like, everyone kind of has to be on the same page. I get that, right? For sure. I mean, if if only a certain population are social distancing and everyone else isn't, then yeah, you're going to run into problems well, when life like, goes back to who normal. Who do you tell if you see a group but of 20 also, people hanging out in the front yard? I don't know. I agree. I don't think you want to be the person, 911, much emergency. Well, there's a couple of neighborhood kids and they're walking within six yeah. feet of each other. Uh, I would yeah. venture to say 911 is probably not the best number to For call, emergencies. but maybe the non-emergency but line. even then, do you want to be calling the non-emergency line and be like, hey, I saw two people holding hands? And- Again, the Ada County Sheriff's Department on Facebook Facebook said, we would like to gently ask people to 
weigh whether any behavior yeah. they see is actually creating an immediate or significant danger. So, if it does look like someone's in danger or it could be a problem, then you can call. You know, get off my lawn has a new meaning. Like, seriously, Literally, you're, get off you're my too lawn. close. Get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, Disneyland and Disney World, they're closed right now yeah. due to the pandemic. And the uh, CEO, uh, the chairman of Disney, Bob Iger, he is beginning to now picture what Disney parks could look like after the coronavirus. Don't give me the bad news. He says, just as we do now, check bags for everybody that goes into the parks. It could be that at some point we add a component of that that takes people's temperatures, for instance, is wow. what he says. So, oh my gosh, could you they imagine? Might be doing that. You fly to Florida, you book a vacation to Disney World, and they take your temperature and they're like, ah, you've got a little bit of a fever. You're going to have to go home. Right. They want to oh keep everyone gosh. safe. And they're like, what's going to happen once, you know, a lot of these bans are lifted and we can open the parks again? How do we control that? So he's thinking, well, maybe we might actually have to take some temperatures. Now, nothing's set in stone. Um, but he's just saying that could be you know, a possibility. I'm going to look this up because I thought I saw something that said Fauci was talking, uh, Dr. Fauci was talking about how maybe uh, like shaking hands is not a good idea. I'll check on that. Okay. I don't want to report that if well, it's not true. Well, speaking of Disney, this is actually really cool. They released their famous Dole Whip recipe. Oh, there we go. everyone's at home, they're like, hey, let's help you out with the uh, Dole Whip recipe. So I will tell you what it includes, okay? One big scoop of ice cream. Four ounces of pineapple juice, two cups of frozen pineapple, put it all in a blender oh, until it's thick, add your swirl, and you're done. Can we do that, please? Let's Can do we it. do some Dole Whip? That is some of the best so desserts good. I've ever had in my life. Uh, by the way, uh, yeah, Dr. Fauci, I was right. He said, quote, in a perfect world, Americans would stop shaking hands. Wow. Now, hold on, Fauci. That's like humanity's way of so, saying hello. If we can <laughs> adapt the, again, finger guns. Think about that. You're a, you, you know, you, you got to go meet no, with your divorce sends, lawyer and you're like, hey. No, I, all right, fine. Not finger guns, but the fist bump. Could jazz you imagine? Hands. You said jazz hands. Yeah, that's true. Jazz Are hands. Are you off the jazz hands train? Yeah, like, I, I mean, again, <laughs> my problem is how does that look at a funeral when you're greeting someone like, hey, that's sorry true. for your loss. <laughs> Elbow bump, maybe? I don't know, but like Dr. Fauci's saying, yeah, in a perfect world, shaking hands would not be a thing. Mm. So you know how um, at bars, sometimes they have like money uh, stapled to the wall like the yeah. dollar bills or your first dollar Yeah, or I always take that as my tip, you know, when I'm needed to give it out. <laughs> uh, there's a bar owner in Georgia that actually took down all the money that he had um, glued and stapled and taped yeah. up to the walls of his bar to help out his staff. Oh, that's awesome. Because yeah. everyone's not working right now, especially, you know, in the service industry. They're not, you know, relying on those tips yeah. right now. So he ended up taking down all the money off the walls, and it was $3,714. That's a lot of money you just have hanging on <laughs> yeah. the walls of your bar. Yeah, so he was able to uh, divvy that out when to his serving staff. We worked at uh, Applebee's. Well, not we, but me. <laughs> I did not work there. at Applebee's. They, we only had $1 bill, and it was the first dollar of the of that, that store. It was like the first mm-hmm. ever dollar paid to that store, and that was always hanging up on the bar, but not $3,000. Yeah, 3714 wow. They had to carefully remove everything without ripping it out. Um, which is cool. Now, I saw this story as well, and it's one of those moments where you're just like, no! So a, a woman, she's an Ironman champion. She was doing a virtual race right now because she can't publicly race, but there's this virtual race she was doing at home on her bike, and her husband tripped over the cord and unplugged her <laughs> virtual race while she was in second place. Oh! That's she was a doozy. in second place. And you think an Ironman 
uh, competition yeah, that's is like extremely the ultimate strenuous. Oh my gosh. And why? Like, I don't know if her husband's out of shape, but I'm picturing some dude in a robe with a, like a mug of coffee. Scratching his stomach. Yeah, and he's like, hey, honey, where's the breakfast? <laughs> and then like he trips over the court. He's like, oh, were you doing good in that little race thingy? Yeah, she was in second place, unplugged at mid-race as he tripped over the court. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, yeah, she lost. But hopefully she'll forgive him. <laughs> Those are some of your trending stories. My 1027. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Powered by the human being. 3 p.m. today, I'm going to shave my head. I have been going back and forth with it, and I finally decided a stay-at-home order is the best way to do this because if it goes terribly wrong yeah. and I look ugly, I can just stay inside. <sighs> You've I'm been tossing and turning all I, about I it. I am. It's your hair. Do what you wish. I'm going to love you no matter what. But I do feel like as the show has gone on and you keep mentioning that you're shaving your head today, it's almost a little piece of me is like, oh. Oh, it's happening. Well, listen. I've never seen you without hair. Like, according fully to Google, hair. because we have one friend, and I, for whatever reason, I believe him because I've seen his hair has never really grown back the same, but he shaved his head and it never really grew back the same. Now, I have Googled it, and multiple doctors and beauty school people and all of that, they have all said the same thing. No, if you shave your head, it doesn't mean that it won't grow back because the hair is like deep in your scalp. And mm-hmm, so unless mm-hmm. you plucked it or you laser removed it or you waxed it, then that could cause issues. But if you are just shaving it, the hair is still there in the follicle. Okay. So, I mean, I believe you. I still have to see you bald today. It's going to be interesting. Here's the best part about it. Um, we decided we're going to help out the Idaho Food Bank during the process. So Facebook Live and Instagram Live at 3 p.m. today. And while you're watching me get my head shaved, you can donate live right there on Facebook Live to the Idaho Food Bank. And Lauren and I are personally going to match those donations. Yes. So. so it should be good. I'm excited. Uh, no, you're not. See- you're not excited. No, no, no. Listen, I said I'm excited to help out the Idaho Food Bank. Not excited to see you shave your head. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren's going to try to like just basically take scissors and just go snip, snip. Oh, I shaved it. No, this is a full-blown shave. Now, I yeah. don't know if I'm going shaving cream, but I'm going to shave my head, okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I'm going to shave your head. Yeah, basically. yeah I'm not That's doing anything. <laughs> All right, Maggie O'Mara, let's get an update with what's going on with the coronavirus in Idaho. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning to you on this Friday. Here is the very latest on the coronavirus in Idaho and around the U.S. There are now 465,000 people who have either had or have the coronavirus nationwide. That's more than Italy, Germany, and Spain combined. And the death toll in the U.S. now stands at over 16,400. Over 300,000, though, have recovered worldwide, and those statistics and recovery numbers are, of course, still coming in every day. Jobless claims rising by the millions for the third week in a row. Six and a half million people filed for unemployment just in the last week. So that brings the total number of those out of work from this virus to a record 16 million. Here in Idaho, there are more than 1,300 cases of the virus. 24 people have died from COVID-19. We have only tested a little over 12,000 people so far. The CDC still recommends wearing a cloth face covering in crowded public places. And one of the big questions on everyone's minds is will the governor and his stay-at-home order be continued through April 15th? That is the end date, so we're waiting to find out. The governor has not said definitively whether he'll extend that or not. He has said something needs to be done, though. We're just not sure what his decision will be at this time, but of course, we'll keep you posted. Idaho's share of the $2.2 trillion federal stimulus package is $1.25 billion. That money includes
includes uh, direct payments to Idahoans. The IRS and the Treasury Department say Americans will start receiving those economic impact checks within the next few weeks. And St. Luke's now requiring all staff to wear masks at all of its facilities. A spokesperson says the requirement will help stop the spread of COVID-19 and provide more protection for our health care workers there. The Boise School District announced classes will be canceled for the rest of the school year. The Board of Trustees voted to keep schools closed through May 22nd in Boise. In-person graduation ceremonies are postponed until late July. And applications for those small business loans and the government's Paycheck Protection Program started last Friday. But a major challenge local businesses are facing right now is finding a bank to do the loans. Mike Crapo, chairman of the Senate Banking Committee, says that will soon be fixed and that the loans will be forgivable. And there's an update on what's happening with COVID-19. All right, thank you, Maggie. And again, KTUB has you covered. We also have a link on top of the My Two Seven Facebook page where we can help you out with that. Boise listens to Joey and Lauren on My One O Two Seven.